Welcome back to the Dare to Dream podcast. This is episode number 66, and my name is Gregory Russell Benedict. And I am Vincent Van Patten. And this podcast is all about two young lads as they strive out to set a life, to live a life that will make their grandchildren proud. Oh, it was just ad-libbed and it was perfect. Well what, done. What is this podcast? How would you describe it? I don't know anymore. It's, it's, it's an adventure. It's two people who are striving to find their way in the world and finding the common thread between us, between people. Um, your friend, Dan, my friend too, said it very well. He texted me before I went on this big journey. He said, we're all on our own adventures now. You know, me, you, him, he's over in DC. I'm doing this. You're in San Diego. And the podcast brings us together. And we're just trying to find what lights our souls on fire and share what we learn. Yeah, and I'm trying not to psychoanalyze myself on why all my best friends are leaving me. <laughs> there is a reason. Me and Dan talk about it often. Yeah, so for those it's of you, you who it's don't you. know, the reason's me. <laughs> the Dare to Dream podcast has gone international. Vinny's reporting live from Canada, from Toronto. Yes. And where are you about to go? So I'm about to fly to Lisbon, Portugal, which I think I'll be living in Lisbon for, for three months. And doing some more European travel and then going to Japan to teach English. That's why I'm in Toronto. I did a recruitment day with this company to teach English in Japan. And it was a hell of a day. I think I did well. I hope I did. And we'll see. That's why I'm here. It's exciting. Wow. We are now officially in a long distance relationship. That's right. You know, buddy, it's, it's, can't believe it. Can't believe it's, it's actually happening, but starting to sink into it. Yesterday we talked, I was a bit, you know, some things, a bit melancholy walking <laughs> around the city by myself, but feeling better today. feeling good. Uh, wrote it out, read my newsletter today mm. and that felt good. And went to a lovely coffee shop for a few hours this morning. Yeah, man, it's been, it's been a very cool, interesting week. Just learning how to be by myself, going out to dinner every night, just solo and just chilling with the live music last night yeah it's awesome it's a good experience it's getting to know yourself a bit what are you learning about yourself in this first few days of the epic next chapter of your life yeah the biggest thing is just the less we could care about what people think that people are watching or that they have like an opinion just the more life just opens up and becomes much more exciting and beautiful and you know people are always gonna be watching um or we're always going to think that people are watching, but nobody cares what you're doing. If they do, who cares anyway? It's like I've learned just to like embrace the uncom the discomfort of going to a bar or restaurant by myself, and I'm making it a thing of whenever I go out to dinner by myself, just can't go on my phone. Have to mm. sit there, beat because like you know if you're on your phone the whole time, it's like it's like you're not there. Yeah. So that's my rule: no phone time on solo dinners dude i love meals. that i love that i love this idea of caring less about what people think of you i just wrote an article about it yesterday and the punchline is essentially the way to care less about what people think of you is to realize that they aren't they aren't mm. thinking of you yeah. they're so focused on their own life they're the center of their own universe no one is thinking of you and it's it's like a good thing you mess up and maybe someone looks over and gives you a weird look, but then they're back to their own life. They forget about it instantly. 
I mean, even the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you. Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. That's where I'm going. Even the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you. Probably everyone in the world, except for you, has forgotten about that. I mean, unless you have some terrible nickname that stuck with you because of that. Like leg. Like leg. (laughs) Exactly. People aren't thinking about you as much as you think they are. So just chill out. Don't worry about it. hundred percent. And, you know, it's, it's like a fun thing too. Like maybe somebody, you do something, you walk in and people see you for a second or like, no, notice you. But besides that, nobody's, yeah, everybody's thinking about themselves. And the more you can just let go of just the fear of judgment, just it becomes so much more fun. And I could either embrace that discomfort and just like have fun with it or just live in fear. And that's so it's leading me to talk to people, ask questions to just, I mean, I wouldn't have known where to go really in Toronto unless I like asked bartenders and just like, what should I do? So yeah. What have, what have you been up to this week? How you doing? Great. Well, I'm just noticing that you have purple hair. So people are definitely looking at you when you walk in. Right. So it's a little bit more. Yeah. I'm definitely, that's part of it so you know people definitely notice it but and that's why it's been a, a learning thing for me is like okay and I, a lot of people like i'm getting just like people are very nice about it just like a girl just a woman just like drove by the car today i was like tapping on the window like ah she's like thumbs up like, thank you i like your hair <laughs> what she's talking about yeah it's just a lot of that kind of stuff and it's funny it's like an immediate connector if good or bad, like people just think of weird or they like it. So join it. It's been a funny experience. So where are you living in Lisbon? I'll be living at the Lookout Lisbon Hostel. So I get there. There's a, a nice couple who runs it. And yeah, living there, working there. Going to be doing reception, the bar, pretty much everything. I think it's very small. Uh, several rooms so i just be helping out where i can and can't believe i'm going to europe i can't believe it either i can't believe it it's gonna be crazy the fact that you're gonna be living in a hostel yeah it was already just like living in a hostel this week with four people was uh interesting like you know a little bit tougher to sleep but yeah, I get once I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be living here. I can kind of sink it into it a little bit more. Another thing that I've learned and I'm trying to get better at is just like not, you know, tiptoeing around and like trying to be super quiet and like just like you gotta kind of just do your thing, get it done, and move on. Like go to the bathroom. It's like, you know, if you come in when everybody else is asleep, <laughs> I'm not like super loud, but it's like I'd rather somebody comes in and just like does their thing and then instead of like it's half quiet. <laughs> For 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so scared of that. You know what I mean? Just God, zip the, zip, unzip the bag, get it done. Just in and out. Quick. Unzip the bag. Yeah, stop like. Who's that? Stumbling around in the okay. dark. State your name. Get it done. So those are the really only takeaways that I've, that I've come away with on this trip. I'm just picturing you cl- clomping around <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. And I go, I kiss everybody goodnight. <laughs> In the, Naturally. in the room oh man dude it reminds me <laughs> of the of uh, it reminds me of the time i went to oktoberfest by myself 
you and Ramin were there, but you guys wanted to get a hostel. I hang out with you. Yeah, I was left for dead. And I <laughs> shared a single person tent with a stranger, uh, not a woman, a man from Ireland named Douglas. And a woman, not a man. <laughs> what is it? It's Douglas. But it's kind of the thing of you can never really picture yourself being comfortable or okay in these situations until it happens and you just figure it out like we humans are pretty damn resilient and figure it out one way or another 100 percent. i can't believe it's already the toronto leg is over like just things just happen until you you kind of stop and like you know to spend many moments on this already where i'm like i can't believe i'm here just like stop in the street and just like just let it sink in a bit and whatever we're doing you know stopping to appreciate wherever we are it's, it's, it's already going by quick it's crazy yeah what are what is your strategy going to be for like centering and grounding and just making sure that you're there instead of it just being this big dream just, yeah that's a great question i'm still figuring that out i have, like definitely haven't found like a routine i'm still trying to figure out what like well, obviously haven't found a routine <laughs> moving around but i'm still wondering what my writing's gonna be like because i like this week i just wrote two, like I wrote one story and then just the newsletter. And before I was doing like three, so. How dare you? Um, I know it's letting the world down. Yeah, it's, I don't really know. I think that the, the routine is just going to be letting go of like needing to, I have to do this certain amount of stories a week. I have to stick to a strict workout schedule. It's going to be just, you know, getting back to doing whatever it takes to get back to feeling good. So like, it's gonna be a lot of walking and trying to exercise when I can, get in the ocean in Lisbon, just trying to feel good. But it's not gonna, I feel like there's not gonna be like a, you know, strict regiment of the rioting and the work. And it's gonna be yeah. more of a, a flowing thing, taking weekend trips and just experiencing the journey. Just a casual morning swim at Nazare. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be body surfing 100 foot waves. I feel like, setting the, records. I feel like the something to explore. I don't know if it's the answer. But something to explore would be like, what are one, two or three things that you can do wherever you're at? Like, even if yes. you're on the move, if you don't have your laptop or a notebook, it's like maybe at least one just like little ritual you can do that kind of grounds you. That's a great call. Yeah, I think I'll have to. And I think when I have like a work schedule in the hostel, I'll like know when I'm working throughout the week. I'm not going to be like, well, I don't know what I'll be doing, but I'll be just like more, you know, once I get in the flow of it, I have the, I know what I'm doing for the week. I'll be able to be like, okay, every morning I get up, read and write and see where the day takes me. Yeah. I read, write, work, and then just the day is open from there. But I think writing every day will probably be just, just something will be the grounding factor. <laughs> Are you going to be that really chill guy at the front of the hostel that like greets you and gives you a beer when you walk in? Oh Yeah. Pretty much. I was, uh, yeah, dude, this, I could, I'm excited. Just like the Toronto hostel was really cool. Just getting to know the people working there. And yeah, like it was very chill hostel as well. No bar or anything, but yeah, just, just making it feel like home for people. I'm excited to do that. Mm -hmm. Be the purple hair guy at the hostel. <laughs> purple hair guy. Drink a beer with everyone who comes in. So you're just shit hammered <laughs> by the end of the night. Oh yeah. Every day. Starting at, I think we, sign in what do you call it check in at 11 so that's when yeah, the drinking will start perfect we'll just go throughout the day from there 
Great. Sounds like you're going to have a very productive uh, next couple months. Year. Yeah, I think we get anything done. This whole writing <laughs> thing is not going to happen. I'm just going to throw it all away. So what about what about book number two? Yeah. Yeah. Let's wait for Wong to get on his yeah, plane. Wang Wong. It's, it's happening, bud. It's happening. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to be yet. Um, starting the file. I've opened up the file. It's just pretty much writing about just the experience in Toronto so far, but I think it's really going to open up in Lisbon. Floodgates will open. Book two is coming. Wow. Book two is coming. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. If it's going to be just this starting now, Toronto, Europe, the path to, the path to Japan. <laughs> Could be. I mean, there's going to be so much funny things from the living in a hostel in Europe. It's going to oh, be yeah. a book in itself. That's going to be really interesting. And dude, like just writing the newsletter today, it is like a weight off my chest to express what I'm experiencing. Like when it's when it's not, when I don't write about it. It's like yesterday I hadn't writ- really written all week, and I was in my own head and stuff. Mm. But then today I was like, ah, okay, got that off the plate. So, I felt so good. the question I want to ask is: You've been on the path to travel for so long, and you finally are there. You're literally in the airport, about to get on the plane to go to Lisbon. What does that feel like? <laughs> Buddy, it is it is wild. Like I was saying, I I don't know if it's really sunk in. I just can't believe it. Can't believe I got if you look to my left, I have my, my bags here. Great. I got my suitcase, a little like duffel situation, and my backpack. And that is pretty much all my possessions at the moment. Sold everything. Gave a lot of things away. You're holding on to my books, keyboard, and the space dildo. And <laughs> my, main, my main things. We're going to leave that in. Yes. Just let people uh, wonder what that is. Yeah, well, I'm holding it. <laughs> and you have one too. So we both have one. But it's it's crazy. Like, you know, it's like I was telling you, it's a sweet melancholy of being by myself for the first time and don't have any, like, great friends obviously that are out here with me just texting and <clears throat> here in the real world my immediate surroundings it's just strangers all day long meeting people yeah it's pretty dang cool it's really cool and getting me to have to reach out to people and be vulnerable but i i can't believe it's really happening but, yeah I just think traveling by yourself, it's one of those, it's one of those activities where sometimes it's not fun in the moment, but when you reflect on it, it's so regenerative and so fulfilling and just being alone in general, it's hard to make time or like keep time space free to be alone because we often Mm -hmm. schedule things and want to meet up with people. But when you actually have that time to be alone, it's so powerful and you learn so much about yourself. For sure. Like just the, I mean, it's just the, the voice in my head is just constant companion. So it's like, obviously nonstop, but there are moments where it's like, what am I doing? And then like last night, I was just walk. I was just like, was just roaming around late at night, like around the University of Toronto and just through like pretty vibey, cool neighborhoods, just listening to music and just roaming down the street, cold night. And I was like, wow, this is it. I'm doing it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. 
speaking up, sharing my mind, cracking jokes, flirting with life, as we say. It's all just an experience an experiment flirting with life <laughs> couldn't get that one out <laughs> it's all about flirting with life going through life with, with a light life. touch but exactly. on that note can you go punch that guy in the face he's on the intercom <laughs> sure can you see how to record a podcast shut up please shut up shut up i think he was calling me vincent van Patten. this is your final call for boarding <laughs> you are gonna Garage miss your flight you dumb american you stupid podcaster so i think the last thing that i want to say before we wrap this up yeah ah <laughs> oh, dude i'm gonna miss you i'm gonna miss uh, you so much the man with purple hair but on a serious <laughs> note dude you have a bigger heart than i think anyone i've ever met in my entire life and i'm so excited to see what happens <laughs> when you are out there in the wild just saying hi to people shaking hands kissing babies <laughs> like literally no one is safe and it's going to be such a cool experience to witness fuck <laughs> this guy's ruining we'll it. it we'll run it this is good for the first international episode thanks man echo see reading off his grocery list uh thanks buddy i i appreciate it and i come to you you know when i have nobody else to go to to, to to unravel these these thoughts of making a difference in the world and you know being ourselves and be good people and i appreciate you so much i love you <sighs> love you too man this is a, a new chapter of the dare to dream podcast we are figuring it out as we go and it's gonna get a lot more exciting so we love you guys and we appreciate that you're here on this journey with us mm, absolutely and I'm going to go ask the guy at Intercom who wants to be our third host. He's going to come Perfect. along. <laughs> He's actually going to board the, the flight to Montreal with me. So stay tuned for that. A lot more Intercoms, a lot more fun. And next time we hear from you, you will be in Lisbon. I will be in Lisbon, Portugal. All right. We're just, we're just oh, going to cut it. Let's cut it. All right, buddy. Those passengers seated in rows. I love you. I love you. See you on the other side, my friend. See you, brother. 10,